0: Hello, and welcome to the Snippets of Leadership podcast. Think about what happens when you need to write an important email. You write the first line, then you reread, then you correct, then you write some more, and then you erase everything and start again. And you keep on going back and forth and back and forth, and it takes forever. Does that sound familiar? I think it does. I think you've been there before. And I'm sure you know how much of a pain it can be, and how long it takes you to write that email in the end. And that's precisely why I want to start from there. Because you already know what being in that situation feels like, you'll have an easier time grasping the logic of what happens in the background, what your brain is doing that makes it so difficult to get your thoughts on paper. Think of it in these terms. Think of it in terms of your brain always running two processes at once, One being exactly the opposite of the other. One of them is free, playful and silly. The other is constrained, rational, analytical and down to earth. One is immediate and impulsive and wants to take action. The other one is more reflective, pondering and observant. One creates options, ideas, fantasies. The other one filters them, looking at what is possible, what makes sense and what is acceptable basically acting as a sort of censorship. Now, as you can imagine, in our everyday life, this interplay is very important. We need both processes going back and forth. If we only had the first one, we'd act on pure impulse, we'd be irrational. And if we only had the second one, we'd be extremely logical and rational, almost robotic. And there are some advantages to it, but we'd miss out on a lot. And frankly, it would all be boring. We have been talking about creative leadership lately, and we've seen in the previous two episodes how ideation or creativity is the core skill behind it. We've also seen how creativity is a two-step process. First, we need to come up with as many ideas as we can with little regard for their quality. And only after we've done that, we take a look at what ideas we have generated and refine them, possibly trying to find interesting connections between them. We've also seen how we should always keep those two steps separated because they involve very different ways of thinking and behaving. And by the way, if this sounds confusing, I suggest you take a look at the previous two episodes in case you haven't done so. It will make the whole thing a lot clearer. And if that's all clear, you've probably already figured out how well the two processes I've just talked about overlap with the two steps of the creative process we mentioned in previous episodes. So, back to our email example. What I've just described there is a version of what happens when you mix up the two steps of the creative process. On one hand, you have your brain constantly coming up with ideas, choices, desires, and on the other hand your brain takes all of those elements it's come up with and quickly thinks them through. It lets you know it's okay to follow up on a few of those ideas and maybe not on some others. Step one and step two of the creative process, completely mixed up. Now, In our everyday life, this back and forth of creating and censoring is a great mechanism. It's how we function. Without it, we'd just do anything we feel like doing without thinking about context or consequences. But here is the key. When our goal is to come up with an idea, to create something fast, the second process, the censoring one, is just blocking us. We've seen that to ideate well, we need to first come up with a number of ideas and then make sense of them. So if our built-in mechanism instead always intervenes and tries to think each idea through before we can get to the next one, we need to find a way to block it from kicking in and allow the first process to do its job undisturbed. That's the key of individual ideation. We're basically trying to separate the creative process in two steps. Again, just like we've been talking about in the previous episode when we looked into group ideation and brainstorming. We want to go through the creative process in steps, but while it's easier to do it with a group, it's a lot more difficult to do it alone because our brain is geared to always have those two processes run in parallel. In other words, separating the two steps of the creative process when we're by ourselves is unnatural and it takes a massive effort. However, creative leadership isn't just something you do and apply with your team. It's a mindset and a skill you need to master also when you're going solo. Especially because, as we've seen in the last episode, individual ideation is almost always more effective than group ideation systems, like brainstorming. And to get to that level, I cannot think of a better way to start than with what I'm about to tell you. I'm about to share with you one of my favorite techniques when it comes to ideation. One that I've been regularly using for the past 10 years and that in its simplicity, has never let me down. This technique works best in two situations. When you need to come up with an idea of sorts and you know you have it somewhere in the jungle of your thoughts, but it's hard to see clearly because everything is so tangled up. And when you need to come up with an idea of sorts and you have absolutely nothing. When that happens, follow these steps. Number one, turn off all notifications and put your phone on airplane mode. You need to be absolutely unreachable for about 20 minutes. Number two, open a text editor on your computer and set a timer for five minutes. Number three, start the timer and start writing your ideas down. Put all your train of thought down on paper, chaotic as it may be. Now, there is one rule you cannot break, or this will not work. You cannot stop writing until the timer goes off. This means you can't edit what you've written. You can't correct grammar mistakes. You can't reread. You will only stop writing once your timer goes off. If you hit a block and you don't know what to write anymore, write that you don't know what to write. Write about the podcast that taught you this technique. Write about your day. Write about anything as long as you don't stop and try to get back on your topic at some point. You can even rewrite what you've just written. It doesn't hurt. That is the key. As long as you write, your creative process is working and it's doing its job. The moment you stop writing and reread, your censoring process will kick in. You'll end up mixing the two steps and that will be the end of it. From my experience, this is insanely effective. It's one of the techniques that I constantly rely on. If you do this correctly, What you'll have at the end of those five minutes is about two to three pages of text. In that status, the text will be unusable. It will be full of grammar and spelling mistakes, and it will be incoherent. But you'll have all your thoughts down on paper. If you look at what you've developed, you will see that you have jotted down a few interesting ideas or versions of the same idea that you can then extrapolate and rework. And if there is nothing of the sort, do it again a second, and a third time, and then give it a rest. I can guarantee you'll get something out of it. And if you want to take it up a notch, remember what I mentioned last episode about writing down 100 ideas on a piece of paper? You can combine that with this method. Write them down as fast as you can, and think about what you've done later. Best of both worlds. That's the gist of it, and there is actually something else. Once you're done with this technique, you have an option. You have the option of letting the whole thing go. Because if you've focused intensively on one topic for some time and then leave it be and just keep it on the back burner, your brain will do something wonderful. It will keep working on it in your subconscious. This is a phenomenon called random episodic silent thought. Basically, your brain will keep on testing and trying things out in the background until at some point it will have a eureka moment and it will hit you with a solution. We often mistake this for serendipity, like when you're involved in something else like cooking or having a shower and suddenly the right idea hits you. It's not luck or anything of the sort. It's just our brain that has been working in the background for some time and now it's letting you know it's found a solution. The only drawback with this is it's subconscious, which means you don't have any control on its timing. It will happen when it happens if you've done this the right way. Wrapping it up. The individual creative process looks very much like a group ideation process. Two steps. First, you generate ideas, and then you make sense of what you've created. In our everyday life, we are used to going back and forth between those two steps the whole time in our head, so it's a lot more difficult to separate them. Your only chance to do so is to block your censoring process, the second step, from kicking in. And the best way to do so is to have your creative process, the first step, constantly active with no interruption. A great way to do that is to write for a set amount of time without any break, five minutes, give or take. This will not allow your censoring process to kick in and will keep ideas coming. Once you're done with it, you'll have generated enough material to go over and look for solutions to your problem. Practice it a few times. In the beginning, it will not be easy, but very quickly, you get the hang of it and it will be yet another technique you'll be able to stick in your leadership toolbox. Thank you for listening. My name is Eduardo Bindanzane from EBZ Coaching. I'm a leadership and communication trainer and consultant. And if you have any questions about what you've heard in this episode, please reach out to me via LinkedIn, Facebook, or my website. I'll be answering the most interesting questions on the show. And if you know someone that will benefit from this type of content, please make sure you recommend this podcast to them. Thank you, and see you next time.